Hello. Test. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. From the streets. Yeah, that looks like it's working. Oh, no. What? Oh, I did not. I meant to bring like a USB stick so I could just copy it, but whatever. I can just upload it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in fact, if you just export this to an MV3, I can just stick the like ID3 tag on it and just upload it. I won't have yeah. to do actually anything. Yes, that will work. Oh, man. Those were the days before I had to like those were the good line days. up the audio track <laughs> and listen to it once. <laughs> All the heavy editing that happens. speed. I'm like, oh man, this editing is really tiring me out. I've got to listen to 15 minutes of audio. <laughs> I know. When I cut like one thing, I'm like, ah, that was that pause was a little long. <laughs> I just edited. I'm, I'm doing something. Look at me. I'm helping. What, what are we talking about? I don't know. What do is, we do we have emails that we need to address? Uh, there's always some. Let let's, me let's, let's pick one at random. All right. Let me open up my emails. Oh. Well, shit. I mean, I, on my side, I just star them, but I don't actually go into the Jabe and Joel account. Oh, I just that's have right. forwarded. It will only take a second. We can find something that hasn't been mentioned. Stupid white men. Stupid. Wally Lamb. I know this much. It's true. Oh, you're reading the Holder books the on my Iliad, bookshelf. <laughs> the Mormon Quest, starring Jean-Claude Van Damme. Dragonlance. What Dragonlance are we looking at here? Did I Luke give you that? Was that a uh, Dragons of Summer Flame or something? Uh, it's green. Looks oh, no, like that's, it's uh, that's the that's a lame one. Well read, man. That's just that old. thing has been through the ages. Anne McCaffrey, the Dolphins of Pern. The Dragons of Pern. <laughs> oh, this is the Dolphins. I guess after the oh, dragons. that's no true. There's one where it's like an interaction. There was, I was into Anne McCaffrey for a while. Anyway, Pern is a place where there are dragons, yeah. and you have to have the dragons because there's this terrible organic cloud that rains acid on everybody. And the dragons and they, eat it up. Well, the dragons, like, they explode it with fire. <laughs> but, like... Ah, uh, cool. Yeah. They got a dragon like that in WoW. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> nice dragon. You. Yeah, there's this big cutscene where the undead are like, we just made a new plague, everybody dies, and then there's poison gas, and everybody dies, but then the dragons come and burn it with their fire. I thought we get so random... WoW just ripped it off that book, I guess. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Which is... Pretty much what WoW does for everything, so... Ain't no thang. Uh, what is this Gmail skin? It's the universe. Coming through, it looks like you got an explosion in the background. That's the sun. Yeah. It's not... I, like with Firefox, like I just noticed that they do skins for Firefox. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're all terrible. Yeah. Like even when you do it. It's just like none of these look good. So... I don't normally do skins, but I was like, let me do this so when I'm at work, they'll know I'm not doing work. <laughs> Just make it obvious. Every, if I can make everything in my life plain white, that would be very convenient for work. Azumangadayo, Dune. Get some classics up there. Mexico, the novel. <laughs> Colloquial Japanese. <laughs> I don't. I don't think there are any like ones with questions. It's all just stuff that Yotaro Vegeta has forwarded us from Google Reader. Uh, yeah, I don't. No, there's definitely some. If you click back and just scroll down, just find any topic about food. There's a bunch. Let me see, Dave, and let me do a search. I don't star anything. Just search for eat. <laughs> yeah. What would food. you like to eat? Uh, ba -ba -ba -ba. Oh, none of these have subjects. Boop -a -doop -a -doo. I think that we've actually talked about these because the last one I have is the old video game versus. All right, let me jump in there. I'll make it work. 
Remember these days, internet used to be together all the time, and it was so much easier to do stuff. Shit. Mistyped. All right, here we go. Let's see what we got on the old internet. Starred mail. So many. Uh, How's that impossible? There. Okay, with some chums. What is the greatest of the dipping sauces? Well, well you didn't really tell us what the argument was. Yeah. It depends on your, your food, what your tools are going to be. It's true. Mayonnaise. Man- mayonnaise is in the <laughs> dipping sauce? I was just thinking the other day. Uh, or yesterday, because we were driving past the Cobra Banana on oh, Florida yeah. Street. Yeah. Um, I used to go there during work on Wednesdays because they had like half price burgers. So you get a burger for like three bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and they would give you this m- spicy mayo. Like they put it on the burgers, but they would also give it to you for the fries. And it was pretty good. Huh. I've never really thought of mayonnaise as a dipping sauce. And when you first said <laughs> it, I imagined, like, making a ham sandwich and, and having, like, a bowl of mayonnaise. You dip the whole sandwich in, like an au jus. <laughs> it is kind of like au jus, I guess. Yeah. And it's totally disgusting. Oh, man. Hater. I don't know. What is, I don't know what a good dipping... I don't really... I okay. mean, if, if I had to pick, it'd be salsa. Because that's, like, 90% of anything that gets dipped mm-hmm. and then put into my mouth is being dipped in salsa. Yeah. That's just how I roll. Uh, man, think about we've, or we've guacamole. had chicken nuggets a couple times recently for dinner, like Trader Joe's style. We'll we'll put a little thing of hot sauce down and a little thing of spicy barbecue sauce. So those work pretty good for that. Honey mustard, generally yeah. a good idea. I don't know. This is too broad a category. You would have to say what you're dipping. Yeah, because I mean... I don't really Could have strong preferences when it comes to sauces. <laughs> remember like the Saturday Night Live... <laughs> skit they had for like the mcdonald's or something shredders and yeah. just a bag of lettuce and like half a quart of mayonnaise <laughs> oh, oh, oh good that would be gross yeah but it does sound totally like mcdonald's what are other types of dipping sauces guacamole is definitely up there there's soy sauce for everything soy asian sauce, yeah the duck sauce orange sauce peanut yeah, sauce the on your Chinese chicken mustard. skewer. Chinese mustard. What is Chinese mustard? I think it's just like mustard. It's just from China. But it tastes a little different. I don't know what the difference is. It's, I don't know. It's it's like not exactly spicier, but it's a little tangier. It's got one, yeah, formaldehyde. You can just taste yeah. it in there. Sulfurous osgas. Well, we did discover that General Tso's is made out of somebody's ancestors. Yeah. <laughs> so why shouldn't the mustard be as well? <laughs> this will preserve your ancestors in your digestive tract. Oh, check. man. I'm going to be figuring out some dipping sauces this week when Graz goes back to New Hampshire for a couple of days. Most of the things I consume will probably require a <laughs> dipping sauce. Oh, uh, how dip, many bags of frozen french fries little, can you eat for little dinner? ketchup, dip a hot dog in there. <laughs> I don't even need a bun. Don't I'm even cook so it. Sad. It's pre-cooked. Yeah, they're fine. You can just eat them right out of the package. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then you get all like that slimy, cold, gross hot dog water. Yeah. Which oh, is just God. like, where does that come from? That's one of the things I least like uh, experiencing, <laughs> interacting with. I think it's just a reminder that what you're doing is totally unnatural. Yeah. It's like it's like the Surgeon General's warning. Yeah. A pack of cigarettes. You open it up and it's just <laughs> yeah, cigarettes are like face. soggy. You just pour it's just a cigarette juice covered in oil. Yeah, you're like, oh man, I don't want to smoke these, no matter how cool I'll look. <laughs> but I will look super cool. 
Uh, I would like to talk about uh, Shank at least briefly. Okay, we can do that. I, I am obliged to because a dude hooked me up. All right. So contingent upon that. We can shank it up. That's fine. Did you even did you play the demo? No. Um, I would. A, I think I would like to. I was really interested in Shank for a long time when all of, there was only like the thirty second gameplay yeah, yeah. clip available because it looked like a really dope metal slug. And then I saw that cutscene where you fight the chick with the sword, and at the very end of it, you shoot her in the head. <laughs> I was like, this is a little strong on the cartoon violence yeah. angle. I, don't know, I think it has that going for it. Um, because the violence is so cartoon, oh yeah, it's yeah. not the Gears of War level of realism. <laughs> so it really stands out. I think a lot of people were really into that for that. It it has its ups and its downs. I think if you compare it to the most obvious thing recently, the Scott Pilgrim game, oh yeah, I feel like Shank X sort of it more makes the beat 'em up its own. Where Scott Pilgrim, we only played maybe the first level, and it just exhausted us with. Or me specifically, I don't know about Grotz, but it just wore me out with how referential it was. Oh. It was trying so hard. Yeah. It was like, hey, you know, you kill guys and coins come out just like in River City Ransom, and there's a pit in the street just like in River City Ransom, and there's a store under an overpass just like in River City Ransom. Oh yeah. And I mean, so it's I like don't they know. reskinned River City Ransom. It gives me the the. It makes me think of Uncle Yo, <laughs> and just like <laughs> I don't. I can't get behind those kind of references. They feel really classless to me. Uh, and I feel like Shank, it's not, it's not always successful, but it really it tries to sort of build upon those concepts. But I think an argument can be made that beat-em-ups just like, shouldn't persist yeah. anymore, that it's kind of a dead genre. And I guess. If you, if you made something that was sort of non-boring and non-side-scrolly, then it, it would not be a beat-em-up anymore. It would just be something else. Did you actually beat Shank? No. Uh, I need to. I got to the very end, and then my friggin' PlayStation died again. What? Yeah. So, the same one, the 60-gig one. I think I know what the problem is. So, What's the problem? Presumably last time, the fan failed. Okay. And because of that, the processor, like, bent off the board. So we sent a way to get repaired, and the guy probably, you know, got it back on there, put down some thermal paste. I'm thinking he probably didn't fix the fan. Oh, so no. So the same thing happened. Did you open it up and look at it, and it looks like the same I thing? I opened it up, but I didn't bother, like, going all the way down to the processor. I just was trying to get my... Uh, my game out but that didn't work <laughs> so yeah now we have to get that repaired again and we found Lame. a place that will will that says they fix the fan but that sucks wait so, so sony like doesn't take any responsibility no, for something like that happening like microsoft you don't get it for free wow that's weak sauce nope sucks uh so i don't know that really blows but you know i do have another playstation in the house so i can re-download it i just haven't are you able to transfer your saves across? No, but it's only it's yeah. less than four hours long. Okay, so yeah, and it's pretty fun. I I think it's really cool because the combo it, system. Yeah, well, dope. it's got yeah, it's got a combo system like you would find in Bayonetta or Devil May Cry or Ninja Gaiden or something like that. So it feels really good when you're playing it, and a lot more complicated than Final Fight or any of those games, or even Scott Pilgrim. You you only have two buttons, and you're not really doing much in the way of combos, as far as we experienced. Mm-hmm. But in this one, you've got 
like a quick, a heavy, and then your gun button, and you can chain all three of them together in different orders. And it, it's not quite as complex as like a Bayonetta, but it still it still feels good doing it, and I feel like the animations accentuate that. Yeah, and there's very like clean breaks between different moves that give you that that sort of weight you want out of a game like that. So nice. I don't know. I think this it, it'll appeal to a very specific, like very very specific <laughs> group of people. And I think one of my favorite things about it is when you're running around in the level, you'll get these picture in pictures that mm-hmm. give you little doses of story. And at first I was playing it on very low volume for some reason. I don't remember why. But I thought it might be very cool if there just was no dialogue and it was just a purely visually told story. I think yeah. that really could have worked for them. And on that topic, I know a lot of people have been complaining about the the voice acting being bad. I don't notice it being particularly worse than most other games. Yeah. Um, so if that's a problem people are having with it... Well, you, really, like your side-scrolling fighting game or yeah. like your side-scrolling action game, it doesn't have I good dialogue. I don't know why that even gets brought up except, <laughs> I guess, by like websites that require you to have a bullet point list of every feature. Oh, yeah. Dude, what, what's the rating for story? Yeah. How about production? <laughs> yeah, production, replay value. What does that even mean? Editor's tilt. <laughs> Yeah, that's the most like, that was the most ridiculous. Like, because do I even need to have a score for editor's tilt? Yeah, isn't the whole review my tilt? Exactly. R and I bias. Yeah, I want to give myself about a a nine tilt on this game. <laughs> How does that affect the score? We're not entirely sure. Yeah, we don't really know why. Uh, we maybe... think that means that I was inclined to like it. So if it's a super crappy game, that means that I thought it was better than it actually was. So yeah. you shouldn't buy it. Uh, or it was unless a good you're game. me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe that was just their insurance a bit against being called Tobias. They were like, look, we got bother. Editor's Tilt in there. We are up front saying that this is subjective. Uh, I don't know. I like Shank. I think I had fun with it. And I'm pretty sure I was on like the last level. Yeah. So it was long enough or short enough to the point where you don't really get bored with it. Mm-hmm. Which when you think about it, it's probably it's still far, far longer than... Like Streets of Rage or any yeah. of those types well, of games. Streets of Rage took you forever because you got to like the part where they have the four like Blanca guys rolling across the screen. It's <laughs> like I don't know how I'm supposed to beat this. <laughs> I give up. Yeah, like Final Fight, you could probably beat most of those games in a little more than an hour, or maybe a yeah, little less. Yeah, totally, totally. Uh, so for that, I don't know. I liked it. I think probably a lot of people will not like it, but that's all right. I I'm very aware of the flaws it has. Um, but I like those. I like those sorts of games where you just like sort of you're fighting the same guys over and over again. But that gives you the ability to learn. Yeah, to refine your skills. Yeah, and honestly, in games like that, what's the variety going to be? Unless there's some actual like Devil May Cry style variety of there being like a ton of different guys. Yeah, that have markedly different moves that aren't just like charge forward and yeah like clones of each other yeah then they might as well just be the same guy so really but there's some really cool parts like in the second level you're on a train and it feels like that metal slug 2 level oh yeah where you're on the train and you're fighting guys in like green fatigues so i feel that reference must have been intentional yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I really like the one thing that appealed to me was the kind of like Southwest style. The, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's really for. cool. Kind of like uh, like a Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. Exactly. A mariachi. And that's I think that's cool because 
there ain't a lot of video games like that. Yeah, well, and it kind of called back to that day where what was that game where you it was like a side scroller where you were you could pick like a guy that had a six gun or a Mexican dude with a poncho and like yeah, a I know what you're lever talking action. About. It wasn't a was it a side scroller? Or was it like you would like go up? Like, I think it was up. Yeah, ball. like you ran back and forth. Yeah, was, was it Sunset Riders? I think it was Sunset Riders. That was a really fun game, and this I. It's not at all related to Shank, but yeah, it kind yeah. of recalled. Well, that. the the Robert Rodriguez sort of influence is obvious. Like if the, in the style, and then in the story, the dude's yeah. girlfriend gets killed, and he goes on a quest for revenge. And his white ba- he's wearing a red bandana in the game. And a couple cutscenes in, you see that his white bandana was stained red with his blood on the day she was murdered. <laughs> and I he thought still that wears was it. kind of a cool touch. I guess. That's kind of gross. You should probably yeah, wash that, that, that thing out. Gross, but... It should be sort of a, a faint pink bandana <laughs> yeah. because you put it in the washing machine oh, after man, that. Oh, I washed it with all my girlfriend's What's undergarments can... and they all <laughs> bled onto my What, is it, what happens when he, like the day he's like finished with his revenge and he tries to take that off and it's like all scabbed Crusty, to his forehead? Yeah. Oh. It's going to rip off a layer of skin well, see, in the band. He was so hyped on adrenaline and the need for revenge that he didn't even think about it. <laughs> so once he, he finally gets his catharsis, yeah. he's just going to like realize he's wearing a blood-soaked bandana. He's been wearing it for four days. Oh, this oh, terrible. my God. Well, it's nice that his revenge can be worked out in a matter of days. Yeah, it like seems the, like it's pretty This quick. criminal organization isn't complicated enough to realize Bring it down that to its knees. somebody's murdering their way through their ranks. <laughs> Well, if, if it took any longer, they'd figure it out real quick. Yeah. Not like anybody has a cell phone. <laughs> uh, you want to talk about Rao Gaiden? Yeah, we can talk about Rao Gaiden. Legend of the Dark Kings, Fist of the North Star. Paul Chapman has been hounding me for months, months and months and months to, to do this show on the podcast. He's like, dude, you got to do it. You got to do it. I'm Why? Like, Every time you tell me this, I'm just going to want to do it less. <laughs> <laughs> or equally as little as why a- does Paul Chapman like is he a fan of Rao Gaiden or Maybe. is he just he wants us to talk about it because he knows we like Fist of the North Star? Yeah. I mean probably the latter. Yeah, uh, he probably thinks that you know, man, that make a pretty good show. Probably would that thing. It's like the I feel like when they were writing the show, they were like, what if Kinshiro was a dick? Yeah, because that's basically what Rao was in Fist of the North Star. It's like I'm the I'm not the successor of the Hokuto no Shinken. I'm just like the dick who didn't get picked because he's a dick. And I murdered my master. Yeah. Busted up his statues. <laughs> Real bad. You, that was even before he murdered him. He's like, jerk, Rao. He's I'm like, not yeah. just going to kill you. I'm going to destroy your precious, precious statues. And then I'm going to kill you, and that's the last memory you're going to have. And he's like, Rao, single successor. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I, already, I made Kinchiro the successor. If it's you kill over. me, it's... The prophecy is fulfilled. There's still only one successor. Yeah. It's like, oh, whatever. I'm still going to kill you. Just take it back. Just write a letter to the Hokuto <laughs> Shinken board. <laughs> I am the Hokuto no Shinken board, you idiot. There's only one of me. Yeah, there's one guy. <laughs> this is like the worst martial art ever. That's why. That's how you know it's totally strong. I can't believe... I guess, I don't know. That's why... I feel like everybody else would know about the Hokuto no Shinken because they've all got like a school. And then there's like this one kid who's like hanging out by himself by a tree. And they're all doing their exercises. And he's yeah. just standing over there. Like, what's that kid? Oh, he's the Hokuto no Shinken successor. We're all learning garbage. He's yeah. got the real stuff. We're all he's getting like our Seiken. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one of the myriad yeah, offshoots AP. of the South Fist. He's taking the AP exam for <laughs> Hokuto Shinken. Oh, I got a three. 
I'm going to have to go to a second-tier college <laughs> if I want to get these credits. <laughs> What's even crazier is, like, you watch this uh, Rao Gaiden, and you're like, what Hokuto Shinken was Kenshiro using? Yeah. Because this one's, like, magical. Okay. Rao's, like, not even touching people. Rao, in the first five minutes of the first episode, punches through a bandit with the Hokuto Shinken and explodes a building... 300 feet away <laughs> with the same punch. Oh, that was hilarious. The, the best part of the first episode. So, you know, you don't, unless you know who Rao is, which you almost certainly do if you're watching this, you just take him as a traveling, was he play like the loot? Kodo. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah Kodo. Kodo. Which is, uh, uh, it's not a shamisen. It's only got two strings. Yeah, which I bet you can get some fat riffs out of that. Like, So he's just traveling along with his companions, uh, girl and small guy. Oh, what's the guy? Sogo? Shoga. Shogo. Shoga. Soga. Soga. That's it. And, and then Reina. Soga's sisters. Reina. So Reina is like dancing for the demon king who is... Looks like an actual demon. Yeah, he's actually got horns. Maybe it's just prosthetics. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember a lot of that in the Fist of the North Star TV show, but I have seen there all of it. There were guys that were weird. Because, um, um, I mean, like, well, there is the... There's certainly people who are, like, super giant, like yeah, 10,000 well, feet tall. This is all on Netflix and... Uh, on or, Hulu. On Hulu, rather. Yeah. And there's a giant purple demon man who Kenshiro defeats by leaping into the air and then punching him in the shape of the, you know, the Big Dipper or the... The Hokuto, the North Star. Is that the guy in the credits? I don't know. Does he have, like, wild hair? No, no. I think there's, like, this giant monster in the credits. You know, and he, it's the very last cut of the credits. He's, like, doing a kick. He's jumping into the air, and this guy's, like, bursting from the earth. And he's probably 150 feet tall. <laughs> well, that's it might have been this guy. I don't uh, know. And uh, when we were watching it, Jay was like, so what's that about? And I'm like, I don't know if he actually ever fights that guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is a dude that is that big, so it isn't unheard of in the the land of Fist of the North Star that you would have somebody. Yeah. But anyway, so you just you figured that Rao is a wandering Kodo player and just murderous son of a bitch. <laughs> After he explodes the biker gang's leader, just takes his whole chest cavity out. He picks up one of their motorcycles and spins in a circle to decapitate the rest of them, <laughs> except for one. Yeah. Who was allowed to leave to spread. Say my name. Yeah, exactly. Tell him who done it. My name is Rao. <laughs> Apparently, what? if I deviate from this path, the heavens will laugh. Yeah. He doesn't take shortcuts. He just walks through the building. <laughs> That's the best part. It, like He comes up to a building and so goes like, oh, well, we better walk around. He's like, no, I'm going straight through. He's like, we, we don't have to punch through the building. That's actually really dangerous because it could collapse. Yeah. You don't know if these... Yeah. We don't know if any of the collapse. 20 walls... If I wasn't a Hokuto Shinken master, I just hit the building's 37th pressure point. <laughs> yeah, it's hidden pressure point, the Seiken, which in buildings causes them to explode. <laughs> After admitting to me all their secrets, and then like the building like starts yeah, talking. Truth. Uh, my, my day back in 1818 when I was built. There are so many hobos buried in my foundation. Their cries disturb me nightly, even in this devastated world. Um, so he finally gets to the dude's palace where Reina and Soga are posing as entertainers. And they're like, yo, yo, wait up. I know we got this interview, Demon King. 
We're just waiting for our Kodo player. Yeah, and then, you thought this flute was awesome. Where do you hear the Kodo accompaniment? Maybe the best scene that I watched out of these <laughs> It's probably episodes. the best scene in all of anime like, ever. Okay, play us a song, Mr. Kodo Man. And then he says, all right, I will play the Kodo for you. And then he smashes it on a pillar and says, I don't play the Kodo. <laughs> And then and you, you know, were, you know, he thought that was like a really good joke because Round just has no sense of humor. He's like, "I'm gonna be so funny. I'm gonna roll up in there." I don't even know. I think it's like I don't even know if you're supposed to think that's badass, but it does come off as like comedic genius. Yeah, <laughs> it's like he just crushes it. I don't actually play the coda. <laughs> See, you thought I played the coda, but actually, I'm just here to murder you. Yeah, this was just, and I don't even know why it matters. Like, why do you even have to have a pretense to get into the castle? I guess that's just a way. To make sure that somebody is left by the time you assume yeah, yeah. leadership. Because he wants to get all the guy's army. Yeah. Which, I guess that's how it works. You kill the leader and everybody's like, well, if our leader was going to kick our ass, we better follow this guy. Well, yeah, because that's like the the running theme of the show. Is like, in this, le- in this age where strength is the only justice and strength gets you whatever you want and you can ignore all morals because you're strong. Like, everybody says something like that to yeah, Rao. Yeah. And that's essentially what Rao says. Uh, except that, you know, his justice will somehow bring unity yeah. to the world. He's got an even more and, kind well, of... Well, if you watch far enough, I think you probably didn't see this episode, but Toki shows up. Yeah. And he's like, yo, Rao, it doesn't work like that. And Rao's like, yes, it does. And just throws him into prison. Oh, and that's how Toki ends up in Cassandra. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because Toki, um, you know, he's like... He doesn't want Toki to meet up with Kenshiro, so he throws him in jail so they won't meet. Oh, that's uh, how that's going to work. Yeah. So, this is like, yeah, the prequel to nah. the anime. Um, I think second second runner-up for best scene ever is when he uh, has the heart-to-heart moment with the horse, <laughs> and he gets his steed. <laughs> and he, talks, he just keeps talking. To- he talks to the horse, because the horse, they're having trouble after he takes over the first castle. He's going after the next, the neighboring country. And he keeps sending guys out, and they keep getting murdered in this pass by horses. Uh, so it turns out that the country they're going after isn't actually really that great. Like, the guys doesn't have really that great of an army, and isn't really much of a general. But has this plan where they lure the enemies into this ravine, I guess, where these horses await and yeah. just murder everybody. They just trample everybody. A thousand, like, over a thousand horses... Just trample your army if you enter this ravine. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're going through the the ravine, just the three of them, Rao, Reina, and Soga. And they're like, uh, there's just three of us. And we said like a whole bunch more guys. And Rao's just like, none of them knew Hokuto Shinken. <laughs> so they none find of them knew Hokuto like, no shit. There's a tiger attacking this foal. No, there's two tigers. Yeah. And the the what will become Rao's horse is protecting the foal. And he's the Black King. Yeah. Black, Black King Horse. BK1 from Kashan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which, by the way... Or the Black Stallion Aaron, or Black Beauty. Aaron watched all of Kashan's sins and was not impressed. I'm not shocked. Have you seen any of it? I saw the first couple episodes. I mean, it's like got some dope action, but frankly, it's Kashan. Yeah. It's, it lends itself towards totally falling apart. I, th- I think the three, mi- the three episodes of Kashan was everything I needed out yeah. of that series. Like, I don't see why they keep making new properties when I watch the OVA. Yeah, and it's got a, ro- a robot dog that spits fire. Yeah, and, turns uh, into a jet. Yeah, that's all I needed. Uh, 
if anything, I'm going to go backwards and watch the original <laughs> show before I watch your new crap. <laughs> because those guys in the 70s really had a handle on what makes robots totally sweet. <laughs> and we did but, not. But she was talking about like the, the metaphors uh, in Kashan. It's really weird. There like, are I metaphors in Kashan? In the new one. I don't know how far you got into it. Well, there it, were metaphors in the first like, one. transubstantiation thing where his mom was a swan. Was a robot swan. That wasn't really a metaphor. She just was a robot <laughs> swan. <laughs> nah, yeah, I guess. Touche. <laughs> but anyway, uh, my mom is like a robot. They, swan. they roll up on these tigers trying to kill this foal, and Rao's like, "Okay, I'm stepping in," and he just pulls the tiger's face apart, <laughs> like the most unnecessary. Like, yeah, I've watched Kinshiro do Hokuto yeah, no yeah. Shinkan for many hours, He's and I know that there are non to death on a whip. <laughs> well, there's like there's non-lethal ways to like stop people with this incredibly deadly killing art. I guess you know you. You start with knocking them unconscious, maybe. Yeah. And it's like, if you can't defeat a tiger, like, without ripping its... He doesn't even just rip its jaw off. He it's splits like, his... He, yeah, it's down his whole front. <laughs> it's like... I, didn't, I mean, this might call for an animated GIF. Because <laughs> uh, it's crazy. It's impossible to describe. I did. I actually did do screen captures of the, the bandit leader exploding in the beginning of yeah. the building getting <laughs> erupting. But... Yeah, so he, he, he rips the, the tiger essentially in half, but it was two tigers. So now he's got to deal with like the more wily, yeah. one-eyed white tiger. And he knows that his face could be ripped in half at any moment, so he's <laughs> well, so like ready that, for it. Yeah, well, it's also like it's – I love it how they keep on like looking at the white tiger and it's only got one eye. It's like this is like the rarest tiger ever, mm-hmm. and we're just going to trample it into oblivion. <laughs> Step one, kill the foal. <laughs> like Ralph walks up to the, the, the black king. Picks it up, picks the foal up by its neck, and then just like jabs it. Yeah, and the foal dies, and then he throws it over his shoulder. Oh wait, it actually died. I thought he was. That makes no. way more sense. Rao cur- I, kills the foal when he did it. I thought he was like healing it, and I, no. I was like, Rao, you're being so rough. And <laughs> <laughs> then yeah, he gives this this TLDR speech to to the Black King, the stallion, where he's like, a king must be strong. What if you'd been injured and died protecting that foal? Then who would lead your people? You and there's, the foal would have died. There's no room for compassion and kingship. Well, it's also, and he basically says, like, now you're free to, uh, you're free to fight. And then uh, the most awesome thing ever happens when the horse essentially spin kicks Rao. <laughs> it's like, and how do you not see that coming? Because he's, like, facing the horse. Horse is a big animal. Yeah, yeah. It turns its back to him and then catapults him into the side of a cliff. <laughs> yeah. Then it kills the tiger. It's like, wow. I think if the tiger was still hanging around after seeing its buddy's jaw get ripped off. Yeah. And, and then he- the thing that was coming at him had just spin kicked the guy that ripped off your buddy's jaw into a cliff. Yeah. It's probably time to roll yeah, out. Yeah, to peace out. Well, yeah. it was real nice knowing you, other tiger, but uh, I forgot I'm late. The wife gets really angry <laughs> if I'm not at home. You don't even need to explain anything. I wouldn't feel bad at all. It's like, sorry, dude. Yeah. We are outmatched. We, uh, I don't want to get I'm my gonna face go ripped off. I'm going to go eat another horse. Yeah. <laughs> now, I don't think this is the case, but does he fist bump the horse? He kind of does. Because Ralph fist bumps so good when they meet, yeah. <laughs> Well, it's you're, he you're, does it again you're swearing later on. fealty to the fist. Yeah, because he is fist king. Yeah, because they just call him uh, 
Well, they call them in, in actual Japanese like Kano, I guess, or something yeah. like that. So it's just Fist King. And they in the subtitles, they say King of Fist, <laughs> which is a, sort of a super awkward translation, guys. But I don't know if you could have done it any yeah. better. Well, there's no way they could have known that King of Fist wouldn't sound really that tough at all in yeah. English. Well, yeah, it's like Fist King. They're like, dude, so badass. The Fist King. <laughs> Here we just think of Tekken. <laughs> We're like, King of Iron Fist. Oh, my God. I don't want Bad it. Bad taste. No. No thanks. But, yeah, I don't like... Like, the more I watch... Like, so, Rao takes over these kingdoms, and he starts to build his army. And at one point, a foreman comes to like tell him it's like look Rao, we're working super hard yeah we would love to finish this building we're having trouble could you come give a motivational speech to the men and Rao's like sure i will do this for you and so the foreman is standing there like telling all those guys like hey guys look the king is showing up to give us a speech he turns to Rao and says look you've got all their attention and Rao hits him in the face so hard it pops off and his body skitters into like the crowd of workers <laughs> yeah and then Rao holds up his fingers and like says you've got three days and walks away all right bitches yeah who's the new foreman <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter who the new foreman is because if this building isn't complete i'm gonna punch each I'm of you make it out of you yeah like in Eternal Darkness when they made a pillar out of people. Yeah, it's going to be just like that. And you know I can do it. I don't even have to touch you to blow up your heads. Because yeah. we never t- when, when Rao first arrives at the Demon King's fortress, like the, uh, his warriors aren't willing to let him in. But of course Rao is a total dick, so he's not involved in the subterfuge. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. I feel bad for Soga because he's like concocting these elaborate schemes. <laughs> yeah. And then like, Rao we're, just we're like, a traveling group of entertainers. <laughs> And Rouse is, like, walking up, and, like, he sweeps his hand in front of him and doesn't hit anybody, but all their heads erupt anyway, which, once again, Kenshiro, why aren't you doing this stuff to the bandits you're fighting? You're the actual successor. Maybe that's, like, the idea. It's, like, you can't use any of that stuff because it's cheating. Yeah. It's, like... But Hokuto Shinken is an assassination art. Like, yeah. There's no cheating in assassination. Well, how is that an assassination art? You just you have a technique that kills like 20 people at once. That's not an assassi- yeah. assassination. That's it's like mass a mass murder. Yeah, exactly. That's a, a tactical missile strike. Well, maybe it's more like he kills 20 people at once and so nobody knows who the true target yeah. was. <laughs> That's how he obscures it so that there won't be anybody like coming to get whoever yeah. hired him. He's like... Oh man, a, a crowd of people today was killed by a mysterious martial artist. Here's some video. He's like <laughs> waving his arm in front of him. People are blowing up everywhere. <laughs> people are unsure. They think it was a crossfire between the Soka and the Tokugawa clans, but really, I mean, given the carnage, any one of these people could have been, or, you know, any yeah, one of these frappéd the people could have been the target. We actually don't even know who was there that day. <laughs> yeah, There's not enough left to identify them unless we can get some toe prints. <laughs> Because the entire upper halves of all their bodies are obliterated. Yes. Oh, man. And especially, yeah, the people that tried to cover their face, they just lost their Yes, I do like that the the first bad guy, or everybody's a bad guy, Rao's first opponent's martial art is like, he hides like throwing stars and throwing knives, and he just punches the air and just throws (laughs) them at it. I was like, oh, that's a pretty clever technique. Yeah. But then Rao just catches him, and he's like, yeah, you, your tricks won't work on me. You're dead. Everybody's dead. I just win automatically. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're used to it. I mean, it's the same thing that Kenshiro does. And- it's always – they find ways to complicate it. Yeah. 
It's kind of like the old Superman cartoon where like they'd always find like something. Red Kryptonite. Yeah. <laughs> or they they've kidnapped Lois Lane again. Kenshi was like the same way. That's he's rolling with those two stupid kids. Yeah. And some chick. That. Yeah. Well, not for long. I think they l- lose her eventually. Yeah. Well, she totally. probably dies. <laughs> it's almost certainly. Uh, she certainly is not good for anything except cutting the occasional bandit in half with her stupid yo-yos. And even then, like as soon as she meets anybody tough, yeah, anybody she's totally for real, just yeah. they do like the thing in anime where they punch the girl in the stomach. And she just passes out, <laughs> like the beginning of Final Fight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, man, I got this dope T-shirt from uh, Capcom, and it's a picture of Hagar, or Hagar from Final Fight. Obama-sized, and it says reform. <laughs> that is awesome. But it's like, uh, they use that site Zazzle to print it up, and I don't know about that place, because like, it's, it's a little more quality than a cafe pre- press shirt, but the... It's... I don't know, the image is like shellacked on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not integrated into the shirt, it's just... It's just there. Yeah, I don't really like it that much. But I do like the shirt. Yeah. That sounds dope. Is that from like Capcom's official site? Yeah. Oh, nice. Awesome. But yeah, what can be said about Rao Gaiden other than that? Can't Rao's they... a fucking jerk. I guess. Did they finish Kenshiro's story? Can't we just have him wandering through another wasteland? Yeah, I don't know how it ends. I guess I'm going to watch to the end I mean, there Hulu. was new Fist of the North Star, which presumably picked up after Fist of the North Star 2. And it wasn't it was over like then. That weird, like nineteen twenties Fist of the North Star. Yeah, I don't. I guess that was before so Fist of the North Star. Yeah, that one was weird. I don't think that really had anything to do with anything. Well, I just I watched one episode of it, and he did something with forks, and I'm like, this is boring. Yeah, I watched like a couple episodes, and I didn't really get into it. Yeah, that one was no good. Yeah. I guess at least this one has like the possibility, or it just has you know the extreme ultra violence of the original yeah. Fist of the North Star. I don't really like the animation though. No. I'm so, I'm, I think it's probably just because I'm so used to watching Fist of the North Stars from the 80s <laughs> yeah. that that's what I come to expect out of that show. It does. Well, I mean, even though like there was total inconsistency in the old one, and yeah. it's like all kinds of artifacts, you miss that kind of character. I, well, know, I like the, comforting the about guys the human being touch. different sizes yeah. <laughs> depending on what cut in the show you're at. Like, oh, How evil like is this guy supposed to appear right tall, now? Yeah. And he's like 30 feet tall. Well, or... Anytime they're coming up to like the climactic confrontation, the boss has to be like filling up the entire screen yeah, with yeah. Kenshiro silhouetted in and front of like him. like a little tiny string bean. What could you possibly do? Blow him up. Yeah, he's, you're going to swing your arm at him, and then he's going to hit some pressure point in your arm. Then you're going to try and hit him with the other arm. He's going to hit some pressure point there. And he's going to hit the pressure point that makes you drown yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really what the guy... Hokuto like, no Shinken is a teaching art. It's yeah. designed to teach you what you did wrong just before you die. Well, I like there's that one episode pretty early on where the dude's like trying to steal food. Yeah. And he like breaks his arms. He's like, I left you just enough strength for you to make an honest living. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or there's the one where uh, the dude is impersonating Toki. Yeah. And he erupts his hands and then makes him walk backwards off a building. <laughs> Yeah, the ones that make you suicide are so cruel. Like I, the one I mentioned earlier, where the dude chokes himself to death with his own whip. Yeah, it's like, well, you should have been God's army, the army of God. <laughs> and if you listen to it in one. Japanese, that's exactly what they say. 
Because <laughs> we were like, this has to be the English dub. It can't. The, they could not have said God's army is the army of God. <laughs> but they did. And I don't know why I even doubted it. <laughs> yes. Why did wait? Can you run that by me? Yes, God's army is the army of God. I know, but why do you say it twice? Kami no guntai wa guntai no kami. In fact, I think it's just the same. Yeah, it's just the same thing twice. Kami no guntai wa kami no guntai. It's like one of those things. It's like a truism. Where it's yeah, a, tautology. Yeah, a dollar is a dollar is a dollar. The yeah, army okay. of God is the army of God is the army of God. Yeah, right? well, God wasn't actually that great as we discovered. Kendra beat him in one episode. Actually, no, I think that one might have taken two. Was that was the army of God? Was that uh... they were like the neo Nazi look or not neo Nazi Nazi? Oh dudes. yes, yes. Yeah. It started out they had like the blue like trench coats, and then they and went hats. to the commando guys. Yeah, and that's like, they were they had that great scene where they're training in the palace. That was, like oh, and he has to down kill his facility. brother. Yeah. I don't want to kill my brother. <laughs> you got to be in the army of God then. Yeah. And really, those guys really picked a loser. Because Rao wasn't even the head of their army. No. It was just, what's his face? Shen? Or well, Shin, yeah. Shin, yeah. Well, that was before. That's when... I I never read the manga, but I guess they like inserted all these plots. Like I bet God's army probably exists in the manga. But all that stuff with the like heart and spade and stuff... Where they yeah. have all the various gangs that Shin controls. I don't think that it was in the manga. It's certainly not as much as it was in the actual show. Cool. And those first 36 episodes, like before you actually... Or 36? I don't know, maybe. Maybe it's like 26. The amount of time it takes to get to Shin and kill him. Like, and then you finally like, oh, well, now we're going to meet the real antagonist. Yeah. Who's Rao? <laughs> the whole time. I love how he punches him in the shape of a South Star. That was pretty dope. Yeah. Just letting him know. Rao wouldn't have had any done anything so artistic. He probably just erupted shit from 20 feet away. Yeah, I just looked at him. Ping! Well, that's cool, too. Like, Rao's like magical powers. He's like knocking people down with his fingers from yeah. 20 feet away. You In the sixth episode, there's a dude that actually manages to wound him. And that gives him some thought right before he blows him up. It's so unfair. It's like this dude is just chilling out. He's making windmill power plants and like charging people's batteries. Uh, growing. He's almost, he's got the littlest sproutlings. <laughs> and uh, Rao comes up and he's like, you were a great tactician once. Join my army. He's like, ah, I'm really more into the windmills and growing this <laughs> tiny tree. And then Rao just totally kills him. And he's like, whatever, I had cancer. I was going to die anyway. <laughs> Rao's like, ooh. And he still manages to, like, hit him in the nose with, like, a knife hand. Got nice. a little blood on him. Rao's riding away with the blood on his face. Gets real pensive for a little while. Hmm. Maybe it's not as invincible as I thought. Yeah, but you still are, Ralph. Because yeah. like, when is the protagonist in a Fist of North Star show ever not invincible? Well, and really, what are the odds of anybody at this point being able to touch you? Like, if you've already killed that guy, that's probably like, yeah. All right, there's like three other guys in the world, and you know where two of them are because it's Kenshiro and Toki. Yeah, like those are the only prison. two you shouldn't fight. And Toki's just a total sissy. Won't fight nobody. Yeah, I know. He's like, I want to heal people. Toki, you're dying. And you're a Fist of the North Star family member. You're not a successor, but frankly, you've got a lot of people to kill before you die. I know, man. You're not going to reach that quota, and then Fist of the North Star Jesus is going to be very (laughs) good. 
disappointed with you. Yeah. you. I mean, sure, you saved all those kids, but you didn't save it by crushing a bandit's head. Also, you just saved them for a life where they would get killed by another bandit. <laughs> so it's like, oh, I'm so glad I didn't die of malaria. Yeah. There's probably not a lot of malaria in the post-apocalypse. That's a long There's good no thing. water. No mosquitoes. It's, it's like, I sure I'm thirsty, but thank God I'm not itching. Or having some feverish nightmare vision. Yeah. But then again, you know, maybe a nightmare vision would be better than this yeah. actual nightmare Personally I live in. Thirst. Oh, bandits. They suck. It's I'm true. I'm not a fan. But I'm also not a fan of these shows about people traveling along the actual roads. Like, if you don't want to run to bandits, don't go along the roads. And that's really rough in the first episode, the first group of bandits. Dudes are like, wow, that was hard. They're walking home. But at least we got all this milk for these children. (laughs) Uh, And you see the bandits off in the distance. You're like, oh, you guys are dead. But they switched it up. And it turned out the bandits had just raped and pillaged their village instead. (laughs) Now this milk is useless because everybody is dead. Oh, there's no babies to feed anymore. And they're an especially cruel jester are using one of the little girl's dresses as a flag. Which is really like, I don't know. I mean, I guess there are no rules in the post-apocalypse, but I wouldn't want to be using a little girl's dress as like the banner of my triumph. That seems like... I don't know, guys. Yeah. It's not, not that tough. Not cool, even. Yeah. Well, right? there's also that, but I, I figured that was just implicit. Yeah. <laughs> sure hope we don't run into some strange martial artist who's going to kick our butts. I don't know. I think I'd, I'd stay off the roads if, that was, if I had the choice. Totally. Yeah. I don't even know why you'd travel anywhere. Yeah. Really, I think you find a source of food and stay there until... The cruel realities of the environment take you. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, why are you going to travel around? Like, you're going to find the one supermarket that didn't get looted and live there until you cannot survive anymore. And death would be a kind release. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess, I mean, I guess it's an okay show. I don't really care. There's so much Fist of the North Star, like actual Fist of the North Star out there that you could just go watch that. Without yeah. having to see this I mean, at all. I didn't really even... I don't know. I couldn't really get into Rao. Like, there's... There are a ton of one-liners that are hilarious <laughs> in this show. And I wrote a bunch of them down. But since I don't have my computer, I can't style no. any of them off. But, man, yeah. Some of them are hilarious. <laughs> but... Otherwise, it's like... Rao's not even anti-hero. He's just a bad guy that happens to be the protagonist. Yeah, yeah. He's not doing anything good. And, like, I, even when they tried to explain him, it, there was another show that we watched where they were, like, showing Rao's childhood, maybe. I don't remember when it was. Yeah, that was the movie. We, yeah. That was the, like, original Rao Gaiden. Yeah. So, like, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going to unite the world under my fist so that all this chaos doesn't happen. And it's like, Rao, you're just, you're totally apart. Yeah. Of what's wrong. You're the guy <laughs> screwing up. He's like, but if I keep screwing it up for long enough, then eventually it's going to stop. So I guess in his mind, he probably considers himself an anti-hero. Well, like, yeah. Well, it's, what's funny is like, Shane. <laughs> murder is the answer, not the problem. Yeah. While other people might think that murder is the problem. Well, I don't just. I don't think there's any science to back that up. <laughs> Have you got any scientific studies? Look, if we kill everybody except for my friends, then nobody's going to fight anymore. How many heads have you exploded in, uh, in uh, you know, defense of your argument? Nobody's, because I don't believe in murder. <laughs> As a means to an end. He's like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't get it. 
you know how if every if all you've got is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Yeah. Well, I've got this. All you've got is a fist, and everything is somebody's head. Oh, you, you have the ability to shoot super pressurized <laughs> bolts of air at people. It's like I just I don't get it. It just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Oh uh, yeah, but when he smashes, the, I actually laughed when he smashed the, the Kodo and said, "I don't play the Kodo." That was great. That was one of the <laughs> the best moments in anime history. Because <laughs> like, he's like, "Let me play a song for you." Kabang! <laughs> I don't play the Kodo. <laughs> it was like something out of Cromarty High School. Yeah, like, I know. The the dude, his opponent, the Demon King, is probably just like sick burn, dude. <laughs> Totally got me. I was totally excited for you to play the Kodo. I was distracted from my rape fantasy about Reina by your uh, your Kodo yeah. playing. She's like, oh, I'm such a sultry dancer because I guess the world gets nuked and then we uh, devolve back to like Arabian Nights. <laughs> Tell me ten thousand stories. Yeah, come on, Shahrazad. Let's get started. We ain't going to live forever. We're all being bombarded by crippling radiation at all times if we don't get murdered by Rao. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Rao's the preferable way to go because it doesn't involve the, you know... Yeah, it's quick. ...explosion of some... It'd be nicer... Well, in your I mean, body. I, I guess he's he's technically more polite than Kenshiro because you just blow up when Rao does it to you. <laughs> you don't have time to reflect on it. But the, the penitence is sort of what really gives Hokuto Shinken its edge. Yeah. That 10 seconds when you got to think about what you've done and what brought you to this path where your head's going to get exploded from the inside out. Yeah. I like that Like I, I started reading Wikipedia, or maybe this was just in the show, where they talk about how Hokuto Shinken is about attacking from the inside out and Nanto Seiken is from the outside in, so just normal. <laughs> it's like, that's why you guys are losing. You need to reinvent the paradigm here. Everybody attacks from the outside in. Well, I love the inside out. It's like, I don't know. I guess that's how it works since Kenshiro seems to have like a, I don't even know what you want to call it, a penchant for sticking his finger through yeah, parts yeah. of your body. Well, that's a you, I mean, technically it still is outside in, but it's, <laughs> but you know, sometimes he just gives you like a little bop on the head and that's all he needs. And you're like, oh, I've been, I've been so wrong for so long. Though it is kind of creepy when he, he sticks both of his fingers in like the side of somebody's head. And then he just pulls him out, and there's no blood. Yeah, or really any like sort of wound at all. I love how he's telling us like I hit a secret pressure point. Your brain. <laughs> it's like your old brain. Is he a actually, point. yeah, just sticks his finger in there and swirls it around. <laughs> yeah, that's why he did, you do crazy things because he's actually like moving neurons, yeah. like parts of your brain, like he's reordering. The cord cutter. He's a cord cutter. Baki's gonna have to tie his tendons back together. Oh, I wish Kenshiro would fight Baki the Grappler. No matter yeah. how incestuous your mom is, you can't stop it. Yeah, dude. It blowed up. No bear. Yeah. I talked to Ben yesterday. Ben said no amount of bears could beat a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Really? He's, he, he figured their claws couldn't pierce the armor. Oh, but they don't have armor. It's just skin. Well, they, they're scaly. I guess he that's thought, true. He, he was like, it would be like fingernail scratches on a person. You barely even notice. You barely even notice. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. But, like, I don't know. If you scratch me, I do notice it. Now, granted, if all you're doing is scratching me and I'm, like, pummeling you with, yeah, like, with a mighty pipe. blows. Yeah. Uh, I did like that one guy's post on the forums talking about how crappy the dinosaur PR guys were. It's like, dude, Triceratops is a totally sweeter name than Taurosaurus. Why wouldn't you just say Triceratops is the 
or Torosaurus don't exist because they're an yeah. adult Triceratops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just uh, flip the equation. Which, while I'm a hundred percent agreement with you, I question the need for dinosaur PR in the twenty first. <laughs> Set millennia, whatever it is, third millennia we're in now, twenty first century. Oh yeah, if we were in the twenty first millennia, that'd be crazy. We'd be halfway to Warhammer forty k. I know. We'd probably just have uh, returned to our current technology. <laughs> it goes in ebbs and flows in that universe. <laughs> That's kind of yeah. one of my favorite parts about that universe is they've got all this crap. They're like, "How's it work? I don't know. It's magic." <laughs> Which is cool, and I really like that concept, but they exist in a world where that actually is magic. <laughs> so that kind of uh, dulls the sort of uh, yeah. the commentary on technology. And well, knowledge. especially when you're like running into the Eldar all the time, who yeah. have like really advanced technology, and you're just like, it's magic. And the Eldar is like, no, you idiot, it's electricity. Yeah. But don't you guys have chainsaw yeah, swords? But, yeah, but they don't know how to make them. Like, <laughs> everything they own is a relic that they have to preserve. <laughs> like, they can't figure out how to reverse engineer all this crap. They just got to take care of it. Yeah. That's well, why, I mean, that's the same thing with, like, with the Space Marines. They have that gene seed inside of them that kind of makes them what they are. Yeah. And when one of those guys dies, they have to like get that thing back because they can't make another one. <laughs> so they keep transplanting them, I guess, into new guys. I really like that mythos. But yeah. I really like it because it's so stupid. And somebody <laughs> over there in England probably takes it like so seriously when he's writing it. Like when I, sweet. When I listen... I, I, I could say the same thing about the WoW story, but the WoW story is just bad uh what are you talking about dave like blizzard should funny. totally just make a movie they are are you serious sam raimi's directing it oh lord it'd be awesome if like bruce campbell was the leader of the orcs <laughs> he just comes out as bruce campbell he's not yeah. even wearing makeup yeah all right you primitive screwheads. <laughs> no but like i listened to this one wow podcast which i should really stop in the near future but they're like just sitting there like they're like oh man it's so deep how this guy's like doing these things and it's like really like sort of like an anti-hero and it's like he doesn't want to do it but he's got to do it and it's like read a book watch like a real movie <laughs> this wow has one of the worst stories i've ever experienced well it's not even game. really a story because it doesn't have like a beginning a middle and an end it's designed well, yeah, yeah. to be perpetually regenerating yeah. so if you have to like keep throwing these characters into new situations eventually it's gonna run out of steam i don't know it's yeah i mean but i feel like it was out of steam the moment it started yeah like the characters are so dumb the situations are so contrived the thing that really pisses me off on a constant basis like with this new expansion coming out they're like we're gonna put the war back in warcraft we're really gonna make the alliance and the horde start hating each other again i was like dude here's the scenario you're going up to kill the lich king the most dangerous creature probably in the universe. Well, maybe not the universe, but certainly on that planet. There's a dude who's threatening to ho- overrun the whole of living creatures. Yeah. And uh, you're at his house. Like, you're going up the stairs in his fortress. And you hop on an airship. You're riding up on this airship to get to, like, the, whatever, second level. And you see the other faction's airship. And you're like, we got to fight. It's like, Really? Are you really going to fight in the main bad guy's house when the two of you guys could just go in and 
fight, have twice as many guys. Yeah. Like, that just doesn't make any sense. And, like, now, the new expansion, like, they're one of the oldest dragons, like, exploded from the center of the earth and wrecked everybody's shit. And, like, there's this whole cult of essentially, like, Cthulhu cultists that are, you know, working for him, but also for the the Elder Gods. And they're going to do some bad shit. But everybody's like, no, the Alliance and the Horde must fight. Yeah. It's like, yeah, okay, that's probably what would happen if, like, aliens crash-landed on Earth. <laughs> like, we just watched Independent Day. That's pretty much 100% accurate. Like, yeah. Palestinians and Israelis shaking hands <laughs> and, like, getting into fighter jets. I figure as soon as aliens show up, like, there's not going to be any more infighting in the human race because they're going to have ray guns and, like, we're going to have to figure that shit out right quick. Yes. And the assumption is always going to be, if we hated each other this bad, imagine how bad they're going to hate us. Yeah, I know. We're going to find out the true power of bigotry. (laughs) Universal bigotry. And those goddamn aliens. I hate them. We better close this down. Yeah. Because I said we'd be home by now. Oh, my goodness. 42. Whatever. Route Garden. I guess it's all right. It's okay. I don't know. I I feel like this... It would be better if I could have gotten my hands on those quotes. I'll just record something when I get home and say all the ridiculous (laughs) crap he does while giving fist bumps to people. He's like, respect the fist. I was like, I knew fist bumps are awesome. Rao's doing them. (laughs) Alright, let's shut this down. Yes. That is gross. Is he throwing oh, up all over the carpet? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't understand what that sound was. I thought somebody was walking over a rubber mat. He had to like back up to get it all out, or else it would get on him. <laughs> like a, it was like a truck going backwards. Now put a towel in his hands and make him deal with it. <laughs> Oh, the rags are downstairs. Freaking. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Shank. Oh, that smells bad. It smells bad. I'm not oh, good <laughs> lord. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be a chain reaction. <laughs> that is so gross. That new food is not good. What did he eat? Oh, he ate cat food. Oh. Yeah, hairball control cat food, which apparently is eject the contents of your body onto well, my that's carpet. How he cat. Get the hairballs. <laughs> <laughs> just throws up immediately. There's no time for him to build. Alright. Well I'll deal with that in a second, Kathy. Is oh, alright if you wanna I feel unwell. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Okay. It's too late. It's, it's a... already inside. <laughs> We're never gonna what's, escape it. What's crazy is he meowed before he did it. He's like letting me know. It's like He's you guys like, What's up? You might want to grab Check me and put out. me outside. Yeah, that was like an early warning system. We didn't heed the warnings. We didn't know. 
God, that is nasty. You better. Oh. So the next time you hear him meow, you're just gonna I'm gonna throw s- him out the window. <laughs> just exactly. hold him. Just grab him right there and just hold him out. Yeah. Here you go, cat. Don't get. Oh, don't get any I'm gonna be breathing from my mouth for the rest of this podcast. Hold on, I think this window. Is There's no deal. way you could open that window enough <laughs> to deal with this. Oh, God. Yeah, get the ionic breeze blowing. No, this is just a fan. I don't know if it's going to make a difference. I'm going to point it at the door. That's probably stupid, <laughs> but whatever. It's just going to... Oh, we're screwed. Anyway, poor, poor Shank. <laughs> Can't get a moment's notice when there's cats throwing up everywhere. Uh, 